Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So uh, I don't know who all celebrates what out there, you know, happy holidays to whatever, whatever you're doing. But uh, Santa brought me some Bengals gear and Tim, that's a, that's the, uh, the old salute to service patch there, bro. Huh? Nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, So we all, we all got some Bengals gear for Christmas. Look at that. Yep. Oh yeah. You know we had to do it for this episode. I mean, yeah, I'm kind of wearing a a weird graphic Bengal fire hoodie. You can't really That's see it, but dope. it's the Bengals Tiger Head logo um all That's around awesome. the whole entire hoodie. I was like, cool. I'm wearing this for the show. So, yeah. One of my favorite Christmas gifts. Mine is comfy. I love yeah, it. Yeah, my wife my wife got me this Bengals uh combine training sweatshirt. So, nice. Yeah, I love it. It's comfy, keeps me nice and warm. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, I tell you, ride or die, man. It don't matter. It don't matter what the record is. It don't matter what happened last week. I wore this nope. bad boy out shopping yesterday yep. in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Putting my stripes on every day. They gotta yeah. have to deal with it here. Yeah, like we'll I go back. out. And like for me, is as I go out and, and I always have Bengal gear on, or I have St. Louis Cardinals gear on during baseball season. But I might have Bengals gear on too, you know. In the back of my truck, I have decals on the back of my truck with the with the Cincinnati Bengals who day and all that. And then I have the St. Louis Cardinals stuff on there too. And you know, it's funny as I went and bought some cigarettes yesterday and or the day before, and the guy's like, "Oh, I love your hat." It was it was I was wearing this hat. And he's like, Jake Browning's my boy. He's like my favorite uh, college quarterback of all time. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Good. Good for you. I'm happy for you. Let's hope he wins us some more games. Oh, you dub. For those of you catching us for the first time, Tim lives right outside of Seattle. That makes a little more sense now. It makes a little more sense. But, hey, man, I'm glad to see you guys got some new apparel to rock for this show. Let's get it started. Let's go.
All right. Welcome, Cincinnati Bengals fans. You are running through the jungle. Uh, I'm your host, Brandon Harry, here with your host, Tim Lyons and Justin Lacey. What's going on, fellas? Fabulous, man. We're fresh off of the holiday weekend. I'm sure we, like we just talked about, got some nice stuff for this Christmas, you know, a lot of Bengals apparel. So, you know what? I'm feeling pretty good. I was pretty down in the dumps after what transpired on Saturday night. But as when I recorded the ruin reaction after that loss to Pittsburgh, quite frankly, I found myself being even more calm afterwards because I, I just had to understand, like, look, man, this pumpkin game was about to happen at some point. We hated that it happened against the, the Steelers of all teams. And you know what? It is what it is. Now we can just kind of get back to reality and just understand that, dude. We just ain't got our guys right now. But outside of that, man, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm staying at Pat with where I've been. Uh, we are in evaluation mode, but it still doesn't mean I'm giving up on the season. I'm still rooting for him. I still want him to pull out some wins. I want us to keep fighting. Like I said, I want to make sure we're over 500. Let's go get it. Tim, what, am, what's your stance on it? I am still salty as – I'm going to tell you this right now. I was mad as hell when we lost against the Steelers. I wouldn't, it doesn't matter that we lost. It's the fact that we lost against the Steelers. But besides the point, I had a horrible day on Saturday. The Bengals lost. My computer wouldn't work right. Couldn't do the podcast with y'all. I wasn't even sure if the damn thing was going to work today. But I'm here. Let's run the damn ball today. Here you are. Here you are. Here you are. Here you are. All right, well, we're going to get into it. We are going to Kansas City. Um, man, beginning of the year when we put this one on the schedule, it looked like it might be for all the marbles for that number one seed. And here both teams are um, kind of limping into the playoffs. You know, the Chiefs are pretty um, solid, solidly in there now, uh, being the AFC West. Uh, the Bengals have outside chance, but need a lot of help, but the chiefs are limping in here. They, they, they look like, uh, a team that's definitely headed the wrong way, um, here into, uh, into the playoffs. So going to be an interesting game. The chiefs really want to get this right. The Bengals really want to bounce back, show some fight. I think, uh, you know, Jake Browning is, is really kind of interviewing for his NFL career here. So having that um, having that week he had last week, not not what he wants on his resume. So I expect him to try to you know bounce back here. Basically, he's got to rein it in and not do too much, right? The problem yeah. uh, last week against the Steelers, we're getting turnovers early and then allowing them to get ahead of us and and really pile on at that point in time and rush the passer and all those things we said they shouldn't do, and they came right out and did it, but. We went through that already with the recap. Chiefs. So what, uh, Justin, is your major concern about this uh, Kansas City Chiefs team here going into this weekend? Well, yeah, when this schedule, when this game first came out on the schedule, I mean, this was one of the teasers that was already announced before the schedule release even happened. We knew that we were going to play on New Year's Eve. Uh, we thought that this was going to be the landmark game. You got Jim Nance, Tony Romo calling a calling a game. 
AFC Championship, last two years rematch, potentially the the battle for the number one seed, Burrow versus Mahomes part four or part five now because they played four times already. It would it was already it was all set up right there. Now it just looks like that this is going to be a game to where both teams they're vying for stuff, and vying for playoff positioning. There has some pressure on both sides of the ball. Well, I'm saying on both teams, but it doesn't really look as appealing when you look at it now. I will say the number one concern that I obviously have, of course, is Patrick Mahomes, it's Travis Kelsey, it's Andy Reid. You know, that that team on offense, while they've been struggling all year long, and it's quite their identity this season, what it's been. My concern is that they're just going to just find that hidden gem to be in themselves against our defense. I, I mean, I'm just going to call it like I've been calling it damn near the whole entire season. The Bengals defense is not good. They're just not. Okay. They they're they're not disciplined enough. They have allowed way too many big plays. Pittsburgh offense raked dead last in a lot of categories when it comes to team it will come to points on the board and points scored, explosive plays, and they almost looked like they were the best team in the NFL going against the Bengals. And it was because their secondary couldn't lock anything down. I get it. Cam Taylor Britt was out. He's expected to be back this upcoming Sunday. But it just has changed the fact that even without even with or without DJ Reader. I was still seeing so many different problems. So that's obviously my number one concern. And also the fact of the matter is, too, that Chiefs defense is legit. Like, we thought Pittsburgh's defense was right, but they were coming in. They were, the Steelers were missing guys, a lot of guys, and they really shouldn't have looked the way that they looked against the Bengals' offense. Man, I got major concerns at going against this Chiefs secondary, even though it's young, Trent McDuffie, LeJarrius Sneed, uh, Justin Reed, who I don't really personally like based off of him not really getting the names right last year when we played against him. He was talking about something like, oh, calling Tyler Higby. Higby. Well, he ain't know who he was talking about. I still don't like you, Justin Reed. I don't care. But you're a good player, and I respect your game. Um, you still got Chris Jones on that defensive line. That pass rush is still out there. George Karloftis, they got like B-plus to A-minus guys that can come in and rotation and then just disrupt games. Um, I like Willie Gay Jr. as the linebacker. He's solid in coverage, but he's also a really good in passing the pass rushing too. Like if in blitz certain blitz blitz packages, Steve Spagnuolo has that defense flying all over the field. A lot like how Lou Anarumo was looked as as like Lou Dini. I looked at Steve Spagnolo as the OG version of Lou Anarumo because he's just got guys that just know how to play ball and. That is a major concern. Nick Bolton, I forget about him. He's the linebacker. I know this Chiefs team very well, and there's a lot of concerns. And based off of how the Bengals looked on Saturday night against Pittsburgh in Heinz Field, now Akershire Stadium, I don't like. I don't really like their matchups going in this game with Jake Browning, potentially without Jamar Chase, going in an arrowhead to see if we can pull off an upset. That doesn't mean that they can't do it, but there are reservations. fine you're still fine you gonna try that again that's a different we don't get fined on this uh that's a different <laughs> podcast we do uh i don't even know how that ended up happening but uh odd anyway um tim what are your what's your con uh concerns here going into this chiefs game on sunday everything that justin just said is 100 percent true yeah the the Chiefs last week they allowed 69 yards against against the Raiders. You know, yeah, they let 100 and some yards rushing, and you know, Mahomes played like you know doo doo, you know, last week. But 
the defense is a major concern. That defense, you know, I remember last year when when the Chiefs, you know, when the Chiefs went to the Super Bowl and did all that they did, and you know, old uh, Patrick Mahomes was having his Michael Jordan flu game for the whole playoffs in the Super Bowl because he had the high ankle sprain. But the defense was always a a question. Now that question has been has been fulfilled. You know, that defense, I think that defense is almost, be- I, no, I'm going to say they're better than the Chiefs' offense. They, they've put it together. You know, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like when Tom Brady played for the Patriots. You had Tom Brady on the offense, and then you had the defense. You had a bunch of defensive, you know, veterans and everything, and Bill Belichick put together a defense and would win football games and win championships. Mahomes right now, he's struggling. You know, they're having offensive line problems. You know, he, he's turned over the ball, you know, I think three of the last four games he's thrown an interception. You know, he was sacked four times last week. You know, so they're having some offensive line problems. And then Pacheco goes down with a concussion or whatever it is. Um, so they're leading rusher. He, he's out of the game. But, well, possibly. Who knows if he's going to be playing against the Bengals or not. But the defense is is – a major major concern because you know Chris Jones wreaks, wreaks havoc on the Bengals offensive line every time that we play them. Chris Jones is in there eating. Now they yeah. have Paul Lofkus, you know, so it's going to be the defense. I uh, I agree with the you know you guys really brought up good points there on the defense. Um, you also have an underwhelming, underperforming Kansas City Chiefs offense. Mm-hmm. And uh, a Bengals team who gave up zero catches last week to uh, Fryermuth. I don't think he was really targeted that much. But we both know, or we all three know, that the um, Cincinnati Bengals have given up some pretty big games to tight ends. I could see this be a get-right game for Kelsey after the helmet toss last week. I could see it be really a, a thing where they try to get him in the game early and often. That's a concern of mine of how we... How now that we're down DJ Reader, do we scheme against the run and cover uh, Travis Kelsey? So that, that, that's a that's yeah. an interesting one to me. Uh, Justin, we'll throw it back over to you. Where do you see some opportunities for the Bengals? Maybe take advantage of this uh, Chiefs team um, on offense well, or defense uh, going into Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do both. So on offense, just run off. Stop trying to get Jake Brown to win shootouts against guys that he can't really win against. I know we saw him outgun Trevor Lawrence on Monday on the road in Jacksonville. I know. I know that he absolutely just outplayed Garner Minshew at home against the Colts. I know. I know that he helped lead an explosive fourth-quarter attack against the Vikings to help come back and win that game in overtime. I know. But all three games that you won, there were always signs that this was not sustainable. And it all came and reared its ugly head against the Steelers on Saturday night. That should tell you something that you can't expect him to have a powerful game this Sunday in an even more hostile environment when the Chiefs have everything on the line to basically lock up the division. The opportunity that you should be able to have here is run the ball creative. I'm going to steal Tim's reference, even though I want him to still say it. Run the damn ball. Stop 
abandoning the run too quickly. Even if you get down, the Chiefs offense is not that explosive. We've seen that. This is their identity this year. That's not saying that Patrick Mahomes is not good this year. He's still Patrick Mahomes. We know this. But they don't have receivers that can stretch the field like they had the last few years. They didn't really have it last for real, until after Tyreek left. Their running game is not going to be as deep, so they can't necessarily milk the clock because Isaiah Pacheco most likely will not be playing due to him in this concussion suffer. He didn't practice as we're talking and recording on this show Wednesday uh, Wednesday evening. Patrick Mahomes, I mean, I'm sorry, Isaiah Pacheco is not at, he did not practice. So chances are he might not even clear concussion protocol enough in time to play. But even if he does, are you really fearful that he's going to just gouge you for 200 yards on the ground? Not really. Clyde Edwards hilarious. He's been a very disappointing running back for the Chiefs. But what you need to show is your opportunity to, to commit to both Joe Mixon and Chase Brown. And don't, I'm not talking about screen plays. I'm not talking about little swing passes out the backfield. Those Their defense is too fast, and they will sniff that stuff out. It's all on tape now. The Steelers showed you the blueprint how to stop that stuff now. They're going to be keying in on your best strength, and that's just those screens. So you got to commit to creative rushing attacks with those. So that's really maybe my only true opportunity that I can see them do this, other than trying to see if you can win one-on-one matchups with T. Higgins and, if possible, Jamar Chase, if he does end up playing. But if Jamar's not playing, I still don't really like their chances because they're just going to roll some cloud coverage. They really don't really need to double cover T. Because I think Trent McDuffie is a pretty damn good corner. He can he can pretty much hold the four on his own and make and then Steve Spagnuolo can just force Jake Brown and go somewhere else. And the next thing you know, they're just going to pounce and tee off. But if you just commit to running the ball, I think that's the best opportunity that you have on offense, on defense. Pressure, pressure, pressure. Again, that's all I'll pretty much say on that point. But pressure, pressure, pressure. This is not a good running team. So the only thing that you have to do on defense, the Raiders just did it and showed you last week. You got to get after Patrick Mahomes, man. Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes was trying to razzle dazzle his way doing. I think he tried to do take a handoff. Then he fumbled the snap. How stupid was that? I don't even get that stuff. You got to force him into his own mistakes because he's going to want to hear a ball, kind of like Josh Allen. You got to force him into some mistakes. And if you pressure him like you've shown that you can in previous matchups, when we had our team and our guys, if you pressure him, he will throw you a bone or two. So I don't want to rule that out that you can't win this game, but you got to get after Mahomes. You got to get him on the ground. You cannot allow him to be Lamar Jackson and scramble on third and twenty-eight and get in a first down. That's backbreaking, man. So those are my two opportunities that I see on both sides of the ball for us. I know that was a lot there. I'm sorry. So hey Tim, what do you see for opportunities for us against this Chiefs team on Sunday? Running the ball, you know. I know I've been preaching running the damn ball all year long. You guys are probably tired of hearing me say it, but uh, running the ball, you know, it opens up so many opportunities for us. It, it's, you know, it's it's a common common football thing there, guys. You run the football, get soft coverage. You don't know what they're going to do, so they're going to start dropping back, one back, two back. They're going to give you time to run the football, and then next you know, play actions, passes over the top. I don't know how many times we got to preach that. You know, I, I don't think Zach Taylor listens to our podcast. So, you know, that's on him. But I, I think that's the biggest opportunity that we have. He and might. then he might, me, but he might not. But, he uh, and if we can get, <laughs> he should, he really should. But if we can get pressure on Patrick Mahomes, it's been proven, like Justin said, it's proven. You get him running outside the pocket, trying to be a magician. 
he's not Lamar Jackson. He is not Lamar Jackson. There ain't nobody in this in this damn sport right now that's Lamar Jackson. But if you get him, you know, pressure on him, make him second guess, you know, looking at his, his one, two, three options, his screens, looking for Kelsey, you know, and get him sacked or get pressure on him. They sacked Mahomes four times last week with 10 quarterback pressures. Raiders did a hell of a job. So that's the game plan. We, we stick to that game plan. We, we possibly could win. Yeah, I, I don't think we're out of this one. I, I definitely think, you know, I, seven point line going into the game right now uh, as it sits. I think that's a little steep. I, I think probably a five point line is where I'm looking at, um, where I think it should be. Uh, when you're talking about, you guys make good good points here right now. Um, the Chiefs defense, second overall in uh, total offense, um, third in passing, but 18th in running. So you yeah. can't get a little bit of run game uh, going on for them. And I think that also helps keep that George Karloftis and uh, Chris Jones at bay a little bit more so than you know getting those yards. We need to get those things where they, they, they can't just pin their ears back and come after us. And when you look at the turnover battle here, uh, their their defense doesn't really do a lot of, of turning the ball over, right? They, they are minus 10 right now in turnover battle where we are plus eight. Um, there's, there's three teams tied at plus 10 and then us at plus eight. So that's the thing. We need to have the old Jake Browning back the one that had three interceptions in four games, not the one that had three interceptions last week. Right. And and we need to make sure we force a turnover as well. Uh, agree with that 100%. So I'm going to do something a little bit different this week. We're going to break it up a little bit differently. I'm going to keep the ads down a little bit shorter. We're going to take two breaks uh, this week instead of just one. So I'm going to take a quick break here. For those of you watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up. If you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you get your podcast, go ahead, subscribe, share us with a friend, tell them to share us with a friend, and uh, give us those five-star reviews. We appreciate your guys' support. We will be right back as we pay some bills. All right, we are back, Bengals fans, with a brand-new segment. Mr. Justin Lacey wanted to bring something to you for the next couple of weeks here while we have a lot to unpack um, for the uh, AFC playoff picture. So we're going to do a little check, raise, or fold. Any of my poker uh, friends out there will understand here. We're going to give you the teams in the AFC, um, talk a little bit about their percentage of where they're going to make it. And if they're on that, that cusp, the outside looking in or just barely in or in the hunt, we're going to ask if we want to check, raise, or fold about them getting into the playoffs. If it's somebody that's already in the playoffs, how about a check, raise, or fold on rather you think they're going to make some noise. So if you're so-so on them, you check. If you think that they have a good chance to get in or, or make some noise, you raise. If you think that you know they're, they're already uh, booking their trips to Cancun, then you fold. So that's kind of the premise of what we got going on here. I'm going to let uh, Justin take it from here. And uh, Justin? Yes, yes. Listeners, thank you so much for joining us as we are introducing our check race full segment. Now, look, 
I know that you all are probably tired of seeing those playoff percentages and those predictability probabilities and stuff like that. It's a lot of headache and a half to try to decipher what team has the upper advantage on another team, what tiebreakers seem to fit this this way or that way. It, that stuff gets annoying to me. So we have implemented a new philosophy with check, raise, fold. Basically, just kind of just let you know, how do you feel about this team? Okay, what does your eyes tell you? Never mind the stats, never mind the playoff percentages, even though some of that will factor into our decision. So what we're going to do here is I'm going to share my screen here for all of our YouTubers out here. So right now, courtesy of NFL.com, I have our playoff picture as it currently stands. So right now we have the Baltimore Ravens, rightfully so, as the number one seed with the Miami Dolphins who are in the moment the number two seed. Both teams of these teams are already locked up a playoff spot. So we're not going to do a check raise fold on them. Instead, and the Ravens do, are a three-point favorite at home against the Miami Dolphins this week. Yeah. yeah I'm cool. That's going to be a battle between enough for the number one seed at that. But my early guts tell me that I don't think anybody's really stopping the Ravens at this point. If 49ers couldn't do it, I don't really give the Dolphins much of a shot to do it. But hey, it's, it's a week-to-week lead. So the Dolphins yeah. just finally got their first win against a 500 opponent, and that was the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. So you never know. But If you want to know what I think about it, you got to listen to Paydirt, where you can get all your gambling picks. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> Name-dropping Paydirt. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> all right. So we're going to start here. We got the Kansas City Chiefs. That's the number three seed. Now, check race bold. They're already they're not clinched the AFC West yet. We anticipate that they're obviously going to clinch it, whether it be a win against the Bengals this upcoming Sunday, or another team in their division loses and then they'll clinch that way too, or both, whatever the case may be. We don't see anybody taking the Chiefs really as the AFC West winners. So we obviously know that they're being a playoff picture. But check raise full. Tim, I'm gonna start with you here on this one. What do you check, raise, or fold to for the Kansas City Chiefs of them making noise in the playoffs? Let me put my glasses on so you guys can't, you know, see my oh, eyes. Real poker player. Real yeah, poker we, got poker, we got poker faces over here. <laughs> <laughs> so for the Chiefs, um, I'm going to say they're going to – I'll say they're going to raise. They're going to go into the playoffs. They're, You know, they're, they have the Bengals this week, and then they have the Chargers, I believe, in week uh, 18. Um, I say they clinch the division and, uh, you know, get that rightful playoff spot. Okay, but where do you feel like their progression, their postseason advancement? You got to make some noise in there? The, yeah. Um, you know what? The way they're playing this year, I'm going to say they're going to check. They're going to – I don't think they're going to make any noise. You know, I, and I don't want to sound like a hater here, but I really don't care because this is a Bengals podcast. I say the Chiefs are going to get beat in the first round. Hey now, all right, Brandon, I got to get, got to give it to you on this one. Uh, man, I'll tell you what. Can I, can I chold? Um, <laughs> I, uh, I'll tell you, I, I, I would like to fold them. Uh, I don't think they've been playing well. You know, the defense outplaying the offense is, is crazy to me, but I, I can't quite fold them. I'm going to still give them a check. I, I'm just waiting for somebody to, to bet, though, and I'm probably going to fold. 
But I, I just because of Patrick Mahomes, I any point in time, I feel like he could take over a game and win it. Hasn't looked like that the past month, but I still can't give up on him because of what he's done the past years. Yeah. And I actually am going to agree. I'm going to actually check on the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going all in as far as like they're going to make the playoffs. Yes, obviously. But that's not the question for them. We're going to move the goalposts a bit here. But I'm going to check because I don't know. I don't want to raise my bet just because, look, they're right now, they're currently slotted in the number three seed. As it stands right now, they will be hosting the Buffalo Bills the first round. Buffalo has beaten them three out of the last four times. And those three wins that the Bills have against the Chiefs were in Arrowhead. And Josh Allen's playing great football now that Joe Brady is taking over as offensive coordinator. If that matchup does hold up in the first round, I don't think I like Kansas City in that matchup. However, if that matchup doesn't hold up and they go against somebody like the Houston Texans, not necessarily the Houston Texans, the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Indianapolis Colts, whatever, then I obviously like Kansas City in that matchup. But even in first round, and if the Dolphins hold up as the number two seed, the three seed will eventually go to the number two seed. And let's assume that the Dolphins do win their first round matchup. Again, Kansas City beat the Dolphins already round one. So they can beat them again, even if it is in Miami before. And then next thing you know, we're probably telling ourselves they're right back in the AFC championship game. Whether if it's be at Baltimore, I don't know if they're going to be in Kansas City moving forward. At I know Arrowhead Invitational is the common nickname they gave for the AFC title game. But right now, I'll just, I'll just, I check to hold to see where they are i think that's the best way to go for the, the chiefs here about postseason advancement but we obviously know they're going to make the playoffs now we're going to move on to who's currently slotted at the number four c and that's the jacksonville jaguars i'm going to throw it right back to you brandon check raise or fold on this team making the playoffs i'll tell you what i'm gonna i'm gonna i gotta be honest with you I, I would I, I probably was getting ready to be really ruthless here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna raise and not because of anything they're doing. They're not playing well right now. And there's some questions with Lawrence and getting hurt, whatever. But the Colts are starting to stink it up. And the Texans, CJ Stroud um not practicing for two weeks after a concussion. That's not a good sign. I, I don't know if they're being really, really uh cautious with the merchandise or um, or if there's something to it, you know, he, he, if he's having some issues, uh, from that concussion, but either way, I, I'm raising on the Jaguars. I think they're going to get in. Okay. All right. All right. All right, Tim, where you at with this one with Jacksonville? Well, Jacksonville currently owns the tiebreaker of the Texas and the, 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 the Texans and the Colts. I'm going to do the same thing Brandon's doing. I'm going to raise. I see them making the playoffs, uh, you know, with this tiebreaker and what they have left for the season. I'm going to raise. A lot of, because of the AFC South starting to look like the NFC South, and nobody wants yeah. to win it. <laughs> this AFC South is horrible. And I, we've said this even starting this season, and the Jaguars were supposed to be the only exception uh, that the team was going to compete. A lot of us thought that they were going to compete for one of the top two seeds in the conference. You know, four straight losses is really hard to buy a lot of stock within this team right now. Here's the classic landing mark where you feel like that if poker better and you see other people raise their bets with other teams, 
based off of your hand and your feel, you're starting to get a little queasy with it. You may fold in this situation if you're a normal betting hand. However, you cannot allow those other betters to intimidate you. You still got Trevor Lawrence. I get it. He's dealing with a shoulder issue. We might end up being wrong on all of this, by the way. He's got a shoulder issue. Their defense does not show that they're really dogs on like by any stretch of the imagination. I don't really buy much stock into their weapons on offense anymore. I, although I do like Travis Etienne, Calvin Ridley's a nice number one receiver for them, even though in theory, NFL theory, I still have him as a number two overall. But here's what I'm going to go with the Jaguars personally for me. I'm not going to raise. I can't raise on this team. I will check just to, and it may potentially be a check raise or I'm at the call depending on what other teams continue to do. I might end up checking it to raise, get a raise from someone else. And then I'll call that raise and match that raise with their raise because I still like Jacksonville in the postseason. I, I do. Like, I think that there are a team that is going to maybe settle in to win that division. That doesn't really bode well for the Bengals fans because that means that Houston is going to get a tiebreak over you if they happen to get a wild card spot. But I'm going to check because I got to see how they play out against Tennessee first before I really buy into them and sell, like before I even raise it or fold from there. But all right. Next up, we got the Cleveland Browns. Right now, they're currently slotted in the fifth seed. All right. This is a team I got to give it to them, man. All the adversity that they went through, losing three quarterbacks. On a third, fourth one, Joe Flacco's playing out of his mind, coming out of retirement, raking leaves, not to throwing three, four hundred. Oh, no, he ain't throwing a four hundred yard game, but throwing three touchdowns. You know, he's basically revitalized that Cleveland Browns offense to the point people ain't even really talking about the Deshaun Watson contract anymore. Their defense, there's still lights out there. Miles um, Garrett, while he's not being a game wrecker these last few weeks that we know him to be, he can still do that. It's obviously that they're probably going to make the playoffs based off the playoff percentages where they stand. Um, I'm actually going to kick this off with here. I will actually raise my bet on the Cleveland Browns because I think I don't not only do I think that they'll get in, but I think that they will beat whoever they're going to be matched up with. Assuming that they hold that five seed, they're going to beat either the A, the Jacksonville Jaguars, or they may go ahead and beat the Houston Texans if they are slotted in to take that division crown over them. And I just think that the Cleveland Browns, I think they do it. I mean, I don't I think that that's probably as far as they go, but I'm raising I'm raising my bets for the Cleveland Browns. So, Tim, we're going to flip it to you now. Where you at with this one? You know, yeah, Joe, Joe Flacco, old Joe, Joe, old Joe Cool Flacco has been playing pretty damn good ball. You know, he had one game they had three interceptions, but he still, you know, they still won the game. Um with them being the Cleveland Browns, and they do have a good defense, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check right now, see what comes around, and I might raise later. Now, just keep this in mind, bro. They got a Thursday night game at home against the New York Jets, who are all about done. They've already been eliminated. They're not playing right. for anything. Zach Wilson is trash. Aaron Rodgers ain't coming back. There hasn't been a role team that beat a home team on Thursday night football, at least I don't think. Somebody can probably fact check me on that. They are still the Cleveland Browns. They are, but I don't want to. I don't want to put that, that label them being the Browns or the Browns on this particular Browns it. team. I, I don't care. I stamped it. They're the Cleveland Browns. I'm checking them. Right, you ain't right. gonna change my mind. I'm checking them, and good. if it comes back around, 
I might raise. We'll have to see. Right. I got you. I got you. All right, Brandon. <laughs> I think that he's may have kind of lost a little bit of technical issues here. So we'll come back. Oh, all right. We got him back. Brandon, where you zero, all are the Browns? Check rates. I have zero technical. I have zero technical issues. I have an issue with a puppy in the background that is whining <laughs> and crying because he's crated and he's driving me nuts. Try not to yell at him on camera. Um, I listen. I'm I, fool's gold. This is a this is a charm that you can tell. Just uh, it, it's not real, and as soon as you get it wet, it turns your neck green. Crap like that. Cleveland Browns, fool's gold, garbage, fold. Get the, save your money, get rid of the cards. They ain't going to make any hey. noise in the playoffs. They should be happy that, and I think they are that they got there, but they ain't doing nothing. I mean, it, it, they'd have to get the perfect draw to win one, and I don't know that. Like, I don't know that it matters who. Like, you know, we've anointed a, a Flacco on a great comeback, and he, you know, he's beat, beat the Texans. With Case Keenum, and he's beat the Bears. Uh, and, and the Bears game, he should have lost. He threw three interceptions. They should have lost one, that game. On, he threw three interceptions on one of the 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 next to last uh, drive on that comeback, and mm-hmm. and they dropped all three. One of them went through a linebacker, and I still haven't figured out how it went through. And I thought it was a glitch in the matrix for a second. Um, it was like Madden. Like I I just don't understand what's going on. I, Fool's gold. Uh, listen, the slipper's not going to fit. The, the carriage is going to turn into a pumpkin. Browns are out. Yeah. yeah you know what? I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to change my bet now because I already said that I will raise for O'Neal if making the playoffs and potentially winning a playoff game. Um, so I, I'm not going to change my bet now. But you guys have absolutely convinced me, Brandon, especially you. You gave a lot of detail because now when I think back to their games, they have been incredibly fortunate to get the wins that they have. I go back to that Colts game when they played at Indianapolis. They probably shouldn't have won that game neither. You know, and then you mentioned the Bears game. That was a game that the Bears lost more than the Browns won. And I can't get that Hail Mary out of my head. You had the ball in your lap and you kicked it up and they got picked off. And that's how they won. So we're going to move on from the Browns. We're all three kind of a little indifferent, but I feel like, Tim, you're sided with Brandon on this one that you just don't want to buy into him. You probably wanted to fold, uh, Tim, Tim. You just wanted Brandon to say it first. Well, no, I didn't. I didn't didn't want anybody to say anything. It's just like I'm like on that one on that level right now with Joe Flacco. He is he, you know, I know he's, you know, he's Joe Flacco. He's a Super Bowl MVP, but you know, he's been out of the league for a while. He hasn't had. I'm not sorry, hasn't been in the league for a while. But was sitting on the couch before he came came to be a Brown. He's with the Jets and all that other stuff. He didn't make any fire. So I'm like Jets, man. So I'm like, is Joe Flacco Joe Flacco for real, or is he? Joe Flacco, as Brandon says, fools fools go. You know what? Because remember, when he was with the Ravens and they went in all those went to those playoff appearances, Joe Flacco was mid during the regular season on the, yep. during all those years. But every time mm-hmm. he got to the playoffs, he always all of a sudden turned into Joe Montana. I yep. think right now you're seeing his Joe Montana esque kind of play in the regular season to get them there. But you yep. may see him turn into retired old man Flacco in the postseason. So that might be okay. a thing. But anyways. We'll move uh, he, on from the Browns. He's got 10 touchdowns, seven interceptions, a QBR of 45.9. is completing less than 60% of his passes. Come on now. Annoy yeah. him all you want to. I ain't here for it. No, nah, no. Nah. And as we know, that it's really the Browns' defense that's really keeping them flow in Amari Cooper for the most part. But, yeah, we'll move on from the Browns. 
We'll move on to the Buffalo Bills. I'll kick this one off again here. Buffalo's on a here. I understand, too, that they probably gave too close of a game to an Easton Stick-led Chargers team. They probably should have lost. I want to raise, but I'm not going to. I'm going to check because this is the team to me that could run the table if they get the right juices flowing, which I feel like that they're getting high at the right time. But I can also see them folding down a stretch and Josh Allen throwing a game back-breaking interception to lose the playoffs. Like, right now their slot is a six seed, but that's not a gift for them. You know I mean, they got the Patriots coming up, and then they're ending the season against the Miami Dolphins, who they've already beaten the first time. But Miami's going to come in there with a lot of vengeance, too. And quite frankly, if other teams win out and they lose one of those games, they can be out of that spot in their heartbeat and probably potentially out mm -hmm. of the playoffs. So I'm going to put a check on them. Uh, Brandon, I'm going to go to you first because I think I went to you, Tim. Brandon, you first. Where you go with check, raise, or fold on Buffalo? Check. Uh, all the talent in the world uh, looked like, you know, game beaters uh, won one game, and the next thing you know, they're uh, fighting for their lives against somebody they should be uh, beating by 30. It's probably not the right choice of words for the Buffalo Bills, huh? All right, so, but, you know, they're playing a really tight game against somebody they should not be playing a tight game against. And the reason why, Josh Allen leads the league with 37 turnovers. So, not good. Not not good. So, I'm going to check because of that. But they could make some noise. But I just can't put my money on. Definitely. Definitely. Tim, where are you feeling right now with Buffalo? I'm folding. I, I'm not sold with this Bills team. Everybody, yeah, I think it's the media that's bumping them up, going, "Oh, you know, the Bills. This is the playoff Bills." Well, where's that Bills playoff team when they're playing against the, the Chargers? Of all, they should have lost that damn game. I'm folding on the Bills. I don't want to check it. I don't want to raise it. I don't want nothing to do with them. Let them walk. Okay. But however, I will say this: if this team does happen to make it to the Super Bowl, I shouldn't be surprised. If they happen to just win the division and steal it from Miami, I shouldn't be surprised at that point either. But if they were to go one and done, I'm also not surprised. So they have a really high ceiling that they can make it all the way to the big dance, but they also have a really low floor so they can just be out of the playoffs. And Josh Allen has just suffered a first disappointing season with him being healthy as a starting quarterback all season long. So, I, I, again, we're all over the place. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to place a hold on them. I could raise it, but I can also see myself folding, too. So moving on, Indianapolis Colts. I don't actually know where to go with this team personally. So I'm going to start off with you, Tim, and then you, Brandon, and I'll go last. I got to feel – I got to get y'all feelings out, too. I got to see y'all poker faces first. Tim, check, raise, or fold. Colts. I'm going to fold on them. I know they own the tiebreaker over the Steelers, the Bengals, and the Texans. I don't know. How do they – Oh, wait a minute. How do they own the tiebreaker the with Bengals? Oh, conference covers, win okay. total. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna fold on them because I, even if they make the playoffs, they ain't gonna do nothing. They're gonna go out there and be one show ponies, and they're gonna take that colt to the glue factory. <laughs> colt to the glue factory. All right, Brandon. I can't read your poker face, but where you at with this one? Uh, you know what? 
the Colts have a 54% chance of getting in uh, the playoffs the way it stands now. Uh, Minshew mania, the Minshew magic, the magic wand's broken. I wouldn't be surprised if they get beat by the Raiders and the Texans, even though they're both at home. I don't believe in them. I, I, I'm saying out. Kick them to the curb. We're all in agreement here. I'm folding on the Colts. Okay, and I didn't say that just because you guys said it, even though I literally just said I got to see what your poker faces were. I'm folding on Indianapolis because I said before we uh, played against the Colts that this was a team that doesn't feel like that can take advantage of its playoff positioning and kind of make noise there. That if they do were to happen to get there, it will literally be a mere participating trophy. And I'm just not buying any stock into this Colts team at all. So I got a I got a deuce and a seven, and I'm not about to try to call, check, or raise anybody on this hand. I'm folding it because I don't buy the Colts anymore. They they were a nice story for Minshew Mania, but I don't I don't think that they're I think that the Raiders have more fire to them than the Colts. So I don't really see them winning that game. And I definitely don't see them beating the Houston Texans when the Texans are up for the division crown probably that weekend. So, yeah, I'm folding on this team. Um, so, but then now it gets a little bit more fiery because our very own Bengals is in this grouping too. So we got the Houston Texans as the eight seed. This is where I now in the in the on the bubble bracket, according to NFL.com. All right, the Houston Texans, they got the Tennessee Titans coming up. They are projected to get CJ Stroud. I believe he is back at practice. He's had a fine rookie season so far. Um, before he had concussion, I think that people had locked him into rookie of the year, and probably still is. But let's see how he does these last couple of weeks. Again, he has the Tennessee Titans coming up at home, and then following by the well, I think the aforementioned Indianapolis Colts, if we're not mistaken, to round out the season. Look, this is the team I'm going to raise. I think that they take the divisional from Jacksonville. Uh, when all said and done, even though I placed a hold on Jacksonville, but I think that they may still take the division. I think they might do it. So I will raise my bet on the Houston Texans. I like where this team is going. Do I like them as far as making noise in the playoffs? I don't know. That is still remain to be seen, but I will raise for now of just making the postseason because they already have tiebreakers over other teams like our very own Cincinnati Bengals. Pittsburgh Steelers, and, you know, comparing them to the Indianapolis Colts, do you really trust the Colts more than the Texans? So I'll, I'll raise my bet on Houston. Brandon, where you at with them? I'm going to check. Um, I know they've been a little bit banged up on wide receivers, and, uh, you know, I want to see how they gel coming back and C.J. Stroud coming back from that uh, head injury, that concussion. Before I, I I bet on them, I'd like I, I want to see at least the first half of this upcoming game to see where we're at. Okay, sorry, I was on mute there for a second. Tim, where you are on the Texans? I agree with Brandon. I'm checking on the I'm checking on the Texans too because you know they could they could end up winning some games and make the playoffs. You know they're on that. I think they're. On, you know they said they're on the bubble, but I think they're on that fine line between making the playoffs and on the bubble. You know, as long as, you know, C.J. Stroud comes back and, you know, shows that he is rookie of the year, like I think he is, he's been having that performance as rookie of the year, 
um, you know, there's there's a possibility that Texans could 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 make the playoff. Now, before we continue, I actually have a little bit of breaking news for now, and it's positive news for the Bengals. Bengals fans are going to know love this, but the Hall of Fame finalist for the modern era has just revealed itself, and Willie Anderson, our very own Willie Anderson, has made that list. So he's on to the final round of being selected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So I just wanted to bring that up real quick because it is long overdue. We're trying to get Big Willie in the Hall of Fame. I'm so happy for him, man. We got to keep it pushing, man. So shout out to Big Willie, bro. We we need you in the Hall, bro. Represent those stripes. Okay. All right. Speaking of the Bengals, because we're up next on the docket list. Number nine, okay, according to NFL.com, is the ninth seed. I don't know how I'm the one that beat Pittsburgh's beat us twice. Yeah. So in certain cases, they have Pittsburgh as the ninth seed and us as the tenth seed. But I don't, I, I don't understand that. Regardless, is we'll just play the cards that were dealt here. I'm going to start with the two of you, Tim. Where you see our very own Cincinnati Bengals check, raise, fold. You know, I'm going to check on them. You know, there are Cincinnati Bengals. I'm not going to just fold on them because, you know, we've had a, you know, mediocre year, injuries, Joe Burrow going out. You know, we all know we all know what the Bengals can do. Yeah, our defense hasn't been playing great. Offense has been night and day. I'm going to check on them because they are the Cincinnati Bengals. I know, call me biased if you will, but we're all biased against our football team. And I'm going to check on them. I'm going to say it on a check. Okay. Okay. What about you, Brandon? I'm also going to check. The reason why is I, they really have to put together a complete game in order to win the way they, they are, are right now with Jake Browning's played well in spots and, and then last week, not so well and, and here or there. But we have beat some people that are ahead of us in this standing with Jake Browning. So not willing to fold on us at all. Uh, you know, it does take a, it's going to take a lot of help from other people and a lot of things that for us to get into the playoffs, but I'm going to check because I think we have two, uh, games that we could win coming up. Um, do I expect to win both of them? No, I expect to win one of them. I think we go one and one on the way out. Uh, but, but would I be surprised if we went two and O or O and two over what I've seen the past three or four weeks? Nope. None of that would shock me right now. So, yeah. check. I'll check, too, but I'm I'm not going to lie to you guys. When I was thinking of this segment at the time, I was thinking of it as buy, sell, or, you know, you know, buy or sell the stock. But I like the poker. I like the poker um, connotation here. Buy, sell, or hold. The buy, sell, or hold, yeah. I, 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 was, I was ready to sell my stock on this Bengals team after what I saw on Saturday against – the Steelers, really. I, I'm not going to lie to you. That I was feeling like, man, you know what? I'm kind of done with this. But then how everything ended up playing out, the, the the teams that we needed to lose with the exception of the Buffalo Bills lost. So it just tells me that this is really happening across the league regardless. And it's just some days it's just not your day. I am going to check on this team just like the two of you. But I'm not going to lie. I do think that at the end of the day, we might see ourselves just out of the playoff picture based on the – what we've been talking about, how this team has been constructed so far. Um, we're not great everywhere. Um, we're, we are solid in, in some spots, but the team has is currently constructed. It just doesn't feel like that this is the season to even make any noise. 
but I do want to see them gather up enough courage and enough energy to push themselves into the seventh seed at the very least. And if this means that a one and done playoff appearance is what it is for this for this particular Bengals team, how it is, then that you know what it's a win. It's just an encouraging sign that you know what let's let's focus on our health and let's load up on guys next year. They'll be fine. So I'm a check on this team. I'm not feeling very confident on it about their chances on the road at Kansas City. I'll be honest there. But the but the Browns, the Browns may not be playing all their guys, and they may just settle in themselves in the five C and choose to not play their guys. So again, we'll see what happens. But I'm going to check with the Bengals as well. <clears throat> now, before we move on to Pittsburgh, did you guys have anything else you want to add to that? No, I think that I, was a great point about the Browns. But go ahead, Brandon. Sorry. No, I don't want to add anything. I want to take a quick break here. We only got about 10, 12 minutes left, so I want to take a quick break, get these ads in, pay these bills real quick. Uh, Again, like, subscribe, share us with a friend. We'll be right back in just a few mementos. All right, welcome back, Bengals fan. We're going to pick up where we left off here at our uh, check bet or uh excuse me yeah check raise or fold check, check raise or fold on the afc playoff picture justin i think we left off talking about our cincinnati Bengals, so that leads us to uh, okay. pittsburgh State. now for time now for time constraints we got three teams left 10 11 and 12 is the steelers the raiders and the broncos the steelers we already know that they're not good on offense in spite of what they did against the Bengals. The Raiders, right now, they're 7-8. and eight. They do have some, some energy with Antonio Pierce, but at the end of the day, they're starting at 8 O'Connell, and I don't trust that team to save my life. And the Broncos just announced this earlier today that they've benched Russell Wilson. They're pretty much just folding on the season all itself. So that, that kind of speaks in the favor of, for me personally, I'm folding on all three of these teams. I'm, gone, I'm done with them. They need to book their trips, look forward to Cancun, whatever, get their culture right settle up next year what about you guys i'm gonna start off with you brandon and you tim i got a shocker for you Uh oh i like this i'm betting on one of these teams i uh i like what they've done with the culture i think it's been a little bit of a shakeover and a makeover i don't believe in either of the two teams they got left on their schedule so for those reasons, I think your Vegas Raiders go nine and eight. Now they right. still need to get a little. They they need to they need a little help to squeak in. But I'm betting on them because I'm gonna get some odds if I'm betting on these guys because they ain't nobody else betting on them. So I'm gonna take them. I think they're gonna finish nine and eight. I think they're gonna beat the Colts and the Broncos going into the playoffs. I think they got a chance to get in there and sneak in the back door. All right, all right, all right. What about you, Tim? The Raiders. I agree with Brandon 100%. I agree, you know, I agree with Brandon 100% on that, you know, and that that was one thing, you know, I was going to fold on the Steelers and the Broncos. Um, but the Raiders, I think they have a chance. I think I think with what's going on, you know, like Brandon said the culture and everything, I think there's a chance that, that they get in. So I'm going to check on them. That's actually a really good point. They've really gotten physical recently, man, and man, I Yeah. I mm-hmm. like seeing I like seeing a guy after a game smoking a cigar. I don't know. Call me a softy for it. Yeah, bro, Max Crosby is my favorite guy to watch, bro. Like I don't like going against him personally, but man, he is the he is one of my favorite guys to watch, bro. And he's just so real. And he just looks like a raider. So I like that. You know what? 
I'm with you guys. I'm a hold, but I'm I'm hold, but maybe fold. I like their culture, man. I, I feel like that they're going to do some good stuff going into next year. But and while we, anyways, while we're talking about Max Crosby, I gave a shout out to Ypsilanti, Michigan. Uh, Ipsy in the building with Eastern Michigan grad Max Crosby. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about. But that really just concludes our check race full segment of the NFL playoff picture for the AFC side. We're not going into the NFC. That's just too complicated. And plus, we ain't got that kind of time. So that was fun, guys. That was fun. So yeah, great, 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 great segment, man. Great segment. Yeah, had to get some entertainment out there for us. You know, it's it's a long battle. You know, for these playoffs positioning, everybody's talking about odds and percentages and stuff. Now, for those that's courtesy of NFL.com that's looked at those same odds, you'll see those odds too. But I didn't really want to focus on that. Just want to kind of go with, like, what's your vibe telling you about these teams? So, you know, it seems like that we kind of have indifferences across the board here. But that's the good thing about it. It just tells us that we're different poker players. I might lose. (laughs) I might lose. I show my poker face way too much. So this is why. I would be a good Texas Hold'em guy. <laughs> I just, I, I just I, wouldn't be. Tim knows this. I check raise my mother. <laughs> he would. He would. All right, we're going to the favorite part of the show here. Everybody wants to hear about it: offensive, defensive game balls and score predictions. Tim Lyons. I'm gonna be quick. Let's hear because we're running out of time. Offensive game ball is going to go to Chase Brown. Defensive oh. game ball. Defensive game ball is going to go to Trey Hendrickson. My score prediction for this game is going to be Kansas City 24, Bengals 21. I said it. Yeah, you can hate me all you want. You can delete me, mute me, whatever you want to do. I said it. Sorry, guys. I'll go go ahead and go next. Um, Look, it's the right opponent. For the Bengals, but going against them at the wrong time. So, with that being said, I don't have the Bengals winning this game. The Chiefs still got to lock up the AFC West, like I mentioned throughout the show. I think they're going to do that on their home field today. I mean, I'm sorry, not today, on Sunday. I think we get that. But my offensive game ball prediction will also go to Chase Brown and Trey Hendrickson. Trey Hendrickson is second in the NFL in sacks because he he is that he's just that dude. Chase Brown, I think that this is probably the game to where he may fully solidify himself as the the lead back these final two weeks with Joe Mixon, you know, getting $5 million due to cap, you know, as far as like a cap salary going into next year. I think the kind of writing's on a wall for him that he might not be with this team next year. And you got to see what you got, empty the bag, empty the what you have. And Chase Brown has shown that he can produce. So those are my two guys that I'm going to go with my as well too, as it was illustrated, uh, just illustrated. The Chiefs are a seven and a half point favorite as what the odds are stating right now as what we're listening to. But I'm not going to be surprised they cover that spread. But I will. I don't like their offense. But however, I just got this funny feeling that they're just going to go crazy on our defense. I'm going to say a 27-20 Chiefs win. Hmm. Man, you guys made it interesting here. All right. As I've stated – the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, third overall passing defense, 18th overall rushing defense. So, Chase Brown, good pick by you guys. I don't care. T. Higgins, that guy, 130 yards and a touchdown. Give it to me back-to-back weeks. I'm taking T again because when Jake Browning's in trouble, he's throwing it to him. 
And then defensive game ball. Uh, I was watching the Chiefs last week. I saw a lot of uh, distress and a lot of running out of uh, Patrick Mahomes taking off. And I think we got a guy for that. I think Jermaine Pratt going to get uh, 11 tackles, a tackle for loss, and a forced fumble. I like nice. I like Pratt. I like Pratt for this one. And uh, you know what? Come on, man. All three of us ain't going to pick against the Bengals. 27-24, bring it back. Let's go. Burrow head on Burrow for uh, Browning head. Give it wow. to him. I like it. At least somebody on this show is positive that we're going to win this game. So, I like it, Bree Dirt. Let's Bounce get dirty back game. I like it. It's a turnover, it's a turnover margin. Our, our defense needs to get back on track, force the turnovers again, and, and, and then we can let our offense get back on track. Not giving the ball up. Definitely need to run the ball in order to do that, but I think the big splash play is going to be made by T. I like it. So, there we go. Hey, who knew? We hit our hour. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. I hope you like the, the new segment. We'll definitely hit that again next week with the AFC playoffs. Probably going to get a couple people that fall off of there. <laughs> uh, hopefully it's not the Raiders because I, I, I bet on them. So, yeah. Hey, go out on a limb every once in a while, right? Yeah. So, uh, Bengals fans, we appreciate you rocking with us here. Check us out next week. Also, always get our roaring reactions after the game. And then next week, check us out again as we are running through the jungle. 